Season three, Chet's shirt. Take us away. So I got a question for you right off the bat. Right off the bat. Hit me. Do you throw stuff at other people's garbage cans? Uh, That's actually a decent question. Yes, I, I, I will. If I have something to throw away and there's a garbage can right there. If they're like out there looking at me, I don't think I would do it. Because I always feel like it's the wrong thing to do, but I do do that, yes. Okay, here's another question. Does it make a difference if it's at the end of the driveway versus, like, by the side of someone's house up the driveway? Oh, 100%, yes. You're not walking up someone's driveway to put, like, trash in their trash can. Okay, I'll admit I've done that before. That's, but... like, an invasion of, like, private property. Even if and... it's urgent trash? But also, like, well, if they're at his house, like, you don't know when it's going to go out next. Like, trash cans on the streets clearly supposed to go out soon. Like, that that's that's, that's different. I think there's a distinction be, to be made between possibly smelly, say, biodegradable trash, like an apple core, and a receipt. That's true. But that's a whole other story. Uh, yeah, we don't want to get too much into our trash disposal habits, yeah. I guess. But I like that Larry sticks up for himself in this first scene. Ah, uh, he does. Even before that, I like that Jeff is giving up red meat for no reason. <laughs> no reason. No reason whatsoever. Like, I, I almost wonder if that was like, they're supposed to just improv their conversation until they get to the trash can, and Jeff says that, and then can't think of a reason for why he would do it. Yeah, but you know, Jeff probably thinks that not having a reason is funnier. So yeah, he just it, goes it, with it, it. it is good. And then like I said, I do like that Larry sticks up during an argument actually one of my i think it's a great line when he, uh the the guy who's trash can it is threads him's like all right the next guy that puts trash on trash can like i'm gonna beat him up i forget what he says and larry's like oh all right i'll, I'll tell the next guy i'm gonna go tell the next guy that yes that's just a good larry line yeah and so what do you think of this episode like do, do you like this episode i do like this episode okay i really like this episode i, think I, don't, this... I don't think it's amazing but i think it's i think it's really good I think this episode really starts off season three on a really great mark. It does. Season three is a good season. It doesn't so, have that, you know, converging, like entirely converging parallel structure that I really like, but it really starts to have some good curb structure going for it. It's 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 a well, well-paced episode. It comes together. It's good. Um, so the next thing, so the next thing is uh, they go to Barbara's house to pick up Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy what he sees a shirt in the picture and he just won't stop asking her where she got it. And like, at first, he's like, do you know where we got the shirt? She's like, um, I don't know. Like, he's like, I mean, really? Like, do you know where we got the shirt? She's like, I, I don't know. And he looks at her just like, think about it. Think about it. <laughs> just think about it. Like, Is it in Santa like, Barbara? All... Is it in Santa Barbara? Yeah. But he's, he's almost saying it in like a threatening, not threatening, but like demanding way of her. It's like, think about it. Get back to me. Like, think about that. Like, it's just, almost like he knows that that she knows where the shirt's from. Yeah, it, it's that that is true. And Larry does it like a good read on her. Larry doesn't read people very well, but for some reason he reads her well. Yeah, um, if that if it, if you're right, that's a read and not just luck. But I'm I'm not 100 percent convinced. But I guess you're right. So my one of my favorite things about this episode is that they don't actually show Larry buying the first shirt. And then he just appears uh, in the next scene. Sure. He just shows up the at the restaurant, right? Yeah. At the investor meeting, wearing the shirt. Because it's like a given. Larry's yeah. going to get the shirt. He has the shirt already. He and then we the have shirt. an awesome scene of Larry doling out his best ideas for restaurants. This is a... I, I mean, it was funny. It just struck me as a little strange. Like, 
this is Larry's first, like, it just, it seems like the level of detail they were discussing was, like, way too deep into the project for this level of meeting, you know? Yeah, and I agree. Like, and- he hasn't even committed any money yet, he doesn't even know if he's an investor, like, shouldn't they be talking about the concept of everything, like, why, like, like, I mean, he just goes right into, like, bells and sweet potatoes and kebabs and waiter uniforms. Why Why do they let Larry pick out uniforms if he hasn't invested anything? Is that the, yeah. like... Are they trying... Maybe they're trying to reel him in. I don't know. Um, his his bell idea is also just awful. And are they are they really trying that hard to get Larry to invest in this? That, they, that they're convinced that he'd do a good job picking out uniforms? Yeah, that, that is a good point. Why they really think they need Larry doing this. I mean, Ted Danson's got a ton of money. Everyone else in there has money. As Cheryl points out later, there's a million people in LA with money. So why do they want Larry? True. Uh, I like that Larry specifically says no money if you if you have kebabs on the menu. Yeah, which is foreshadowing uh, season four, episode two, Ben's birthday. True. Which we don't want to jump ahead to too far, but he stabs Ben Siller in the eye practicing a golf swing with a kebab. He's afraid of the stick. He's, it's So that comes back. I don't know if they thought that when they're saying this now. But I mean, I kind of agree. Like, you know, a restaurant doesn't matter. You put it down the table. But like, yeah, like a hors d'oeuvres, you don't want to have like a kebab stick with you all night. So late, just very shortly after in the episode, uh, Larry's talking to Cheryl. And he has what I think is maybe the most like succinct uh, summary of his character on Curb. When he says, I don't like talking to people I know but strangers I'm okay with. Yeah. I don't, I like talking to people I don't know. Yeah. Do you think, I always do think of that. Like I keep that line in my mind as I think of Larry and watch every episode. It's like, that's one of the lines that stuck with me. I'm not sure it's always true. Like, does he really like talking to strangers? I don't don't think he likes talking to anyone. I think, no, I think it's it's a, it's a great line. It's close. I'm just not sure it holds true. Like, like I don't, think he takes a great interest in talking to strangers throughout the series you know maybe he doesn't like talking to absolute strangers but it's definitely for sure that he likes talking to people who are in between strangers and friends like like the limo driver from late in season two larry yeah. loves talking to just random people who but he's not really a friend that's, with that's or season not really two a stranger. episode 10 and in that same episode earlier, he wouldn't do a stop and chat on the street with the manager of the restaurant. And that's what got him screwed the whole episode. But that's not a stranger. And he's in between a stranger and a friend. Like, he, he, that's... But the man thinks... He, I don't know. Perhaps the... Yeah, maybe the man thinks, thinks a friend. he's a friend. Larry knows, so you're right. Larry knows him. He doesn't want to talk to him. All right, all right, all right. Right. So that, that is a good line. Um, and I think that's the same conversation where then the dentist and the dinner party come up, right? Mm-hmm. And Larry gives a line, I would never mix social and professional. It's a terrible combination. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what Jeff is. <laughs> the whole show for him is mixing social and professional. And maybe it is a terrible combination because it doesn't work either, really. I mean, Jeff never really works out that well as a friend or a manager. But that's the whole, that's his whole relationship with Jeff. Like, you can't mix social and professional anymore, really, as being best friends with your manager. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. So, found that a little contradictory. Um, what, what do you what do you have next? So, I really like when they were shopping for um, when they're shopping for uniforms. That Larry really likes the shirt with the epaulets on it. I didn't know what the word epaulets was. Epaulets are those things on the shoulders. Okay, like the the arrows. 
the, the insignia on the shoulders. Oh, like the badge. Like yeah, like the top of the shoulder badge thing. Okay, all right. I mean, I, I did figure out what they were referring to. I just never heard the word epaulets before. Technically, an epaulet is not the actual thing. It's this piece of fabric that buttons to another thing. It's like a flap, uh, and stuff goes on the epaulets. Okay, but so we're we learning. To, you know, this is not a clothing cast. It's not a t- Taylor show. Um, yeah, I mean, that was... and then Larry's conversation about a mess hall, and he, have you ever seen sh- soldiers eating? Ever seen yes, well dressed soldiers eating officers eating in a mess hall, and then he brings up that he actually was in the the army, I think, or or some sort of military branch, which really seems like a strange fit for this Larry David. Is that true? What, did Larry... I, I don't know. He said it on the show though, but he didn't like didn't... He didn't explain it. Like Jeff says, it, were you in the service it's, uh, years ago? But like, just doesn't say what or when or how long or. I don't know. You, you you kind of assume he was like dishonorably discharged or doing something wrong, and you kind of feel like Larry would be almost proud of that story and want to share it with someone. I don't think you. I don't think people are dishonorably discharged or oh what, whatever. Like he got like got kicked out for messing around or like too many jokes. I don't know. Like not knowing how to work like the machine gun or something. Like like he's Larry David. Uh, Larry David was in the Army National Guard. Actually? Yes, he was. So that is real. Um, For how long? It's unclear. Okay. Well, it's it's unclear in the show also, so I guess that's that's realistic. So one of the things I really liked, uh, when they go back and they're presenting their their uniforms, uh, Larry's is terrible. And... But for some reason... I didn't actually mind Larry's that much, but I I understand why... Everyone thought it was terrible, and it does make you think of, like, airplane food or whatever. So, yeah, okay. And so Jeff Jeff has a great pitch where he just holds up a vest and yells, It's a vest! Always love that line. He repeats it, like, five... He starts saying other things, like, oh, it's blue, it's soft, it's a vest! It, it, like, everything just comes back to, like, it's a vest! Like, five <laughs> times. It's all pitch. It's a vest. It's a vest. There's he nothing else he, you need to know. He, he it's he a vest. it. It is a vest. And it is. He's holding a vest. The waiters... And I I think they, they go with that, right? Like, when they actually... I do not remember what the waiters are wearing when it opens at the end of the season, but we'll remember to check if it's that vest. They definitely don't match the tablecloths. I can tell you that they, for sure. That was, that was a really stupid... Larry's not given any good ideas. <laughs> the waiters match the tablecloths. The bell idea is so bad. Well, you know, he's got his, he's got his sub idea that every bell has a different pitch. That's even, That's even worse. worse. Like, no one would eat in that restaurant. It'd just be such chaos. Like, it'd be so annoying to hear bells nonstop. No waiter's going to know what to do. Uh, but we, all right, moving on. Um, Larry, uh, that's when he, oh, that's when he gives Ted the gift, right? Right. At that same, right, they get into the huge fight. Is this Ted's first appearance since the second episode of season one, Ted and Mary? I think so. I think so, too. I don't think he was in season two. In fact, he wasn't in season two. Mm, not that I can remember. Right. Definitely um, not. So and who's, Ted... right, who's right in this situation? I mean, the right thing to do in this situation is for Larry to give Ted the other shirt. The right thing to do, actually, is for Larry to offer to take it back. And sure. then and then let Ted go. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, if I gave someone a gift, like a Christmas present as a sweater, and they opened it up, and it was, like, ripped. Like, I think I would probably, at that point, offer to take it back. Like, that, that, that seems like the right thing to do. 
Probably. Uh, I mean, yeah, but you are right that he could just give him his other backup shirt. Yeah, he, give, he can give him the other backup shirt. And, and yeah, the, the other thing is, like, that, that was just, like, black, like, this black fabric that was, like, ripped. Like, you could take that to any tailor, stitch it up with, like, black silk. Like, you don't need to, like, take that back to the store. You, you can mend it up in a heartbeat. Yeah, like, that's, like, he could go anywhere. Um, yes. The next, the next scene is Ted's, Ted's daughter's birthday party where Larry wears a shirt, obviously to taunt Ted. Which I just cracked up at the first when he's just there wearing the shirt at the party in the next scene. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that Larry claims he has no connection to the Tin Man. Yeah, his, his whole anti-Tin Man thing is great. I, I'm not going to even go like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it if I can't be the Tin Man. Like, I'm not going to come. I, I don't want to be the Tin Man. Like, he has no connection to the Tin Man, but for some reason can, he can't play the Tin Man. has okay. a connection for, to the lion. Which is strange. Um, although Jeff's not a great lion. He's physically, yeah, he does look good as a lion, but he doesn't... Like, Larry's right that Jeff should be doing the voice or something. Do you think Larry has no connection to the lion? He has no heart? Is that what he's trying to get at? Like, Well, it's a tin man that has no heart. Or the lion has no courage, right? right. Larry, uh, Larry doesn't have much courage either. He's kind of cowardly. Um, uh, who, so who's right? Are Bartlett pears green or brown? I, I don't know. Did you look it up? No, I didn't. I, I thought you did. I, I do I, like that they had a long conversation about pears. And if you remember, in episode 9, season 2, episode 9, The Baptism, Larry has claimed that he never had a good pear. Oh, I don't remember that. When was he? Was that when he was talking to his Jews on the side? Or... Uh, no, that's when he's talking, just randomly talking oh, to the car to Cheryl about oh. fruit. Oh, right, on the road trip. Yeah, have you ever had a fresh grapes, grape? Grapes, pears. He's never seen a pear outside of a fruit stand. <laughs> Well, he Sonoma, man, Bartlett, Bartlett Pear Country. It's a little weird for like a dentist to just invite you to dinner, though, isn't it? It's very weird. Like, I mean, I I wouldn't want to do that. I I've never been invited to any of my dentist's house. Uh, so so are those like temporary teeth actually too big? Like they they look comically big, but I don't know what temporary teeth are supposed to be like. Those are terrible. Okay, they they look terrible. Th- those look ridiculously terrible yeah um uh, in fact, temporary teeth are supposed to look good i, I get yeah I, mean, I guess the point is to look good i don't know if they had to like mold them to your mouth or something like i don't know how long that takes to do but it doesn't take too long but you can you can still make them smaller than that okay well so, clearly dr bloor was uh tipped off so i guess that was a purposeful job what i really like about this ending scene is how well they integrate the Wizard of Oz music into the ending climactic fight ending, over the shirt. The ending struggle is great. Um, right before that, though, and I rewatched this like three times, maybe my favorite part is Barbara comes in mm-hmm. and she sees the music and is like, oh, this is Chet's song, starts to get upset, sees the shirt, like loses it, comes straight into Larry. And you like the camera pans to her, and she like looks like this like crying monster, like slow motion walking towards him. And the camera pans back to him, and he's like shrinking into the couch with this terribly scared expression on his face, which makes a lot. But his temporary teeth are just sticking out of his mouth, also. So you see this like awfully like frightened Larry with those two like temporary teeth, looking just like a beaver or something, it's, like sticking out over his lower lip. It was great. Yeah, I like how they drew so much attention to those teeth in the last scene. Yeah. In the conversation that he has with uh, Ted Danson right before that, you can just tell he's, like, trying to stick out the teeth. 
Yeah, well, every time you see him, he's like purposely shoving him out. And I think Ted even says like, oh, wow, those are big, aren't they? Those, yeah, they are big. <laughs> yeah. And the, so the, the Wizard of Oz music was like choreographed perfectly to the fight. And then the shirt rips at the end. And that's Nobody's the end. Happy. Except Ted, then Ted's the next guy and Larry didn't tell him. And nobody's happy. Everyone loses. That's Curb.